As you stare at the single blue line on the stick someone just peed on, you pray. Some pray for it to stay the single blue line. And some pray for a second line to slowly fade into existence. If you're listening to this podcast, you have probably seen the two blue lines. This is the Two Blue Lines Podcast, a pregnancy podcast for men. This show should never be confused for medical advice. Always talk to a doctor for that. We exist to bring you solid dad information as you navigate pregnancy. But enough introduction. Let's get into it. Well, this is it. It's the end of the second trimester. Listen, it's been a long journey so far, but let's face it. It's the beginning of the end. The end of pregnancy? You are two-thirds of the way to meeting your baby for the very first time. Pay attention, because this episode we are talking baby and mom development for weeks 21 through 25. We're talking about finding a birthing class, and we're talking about some ways that you can wrap up the second trimester with style. First of all, as always, baby first. Your baby will be the size of a lunchbox at the end of week 25. In 25 weeks, your baby has gone from a single cell organism to the size of a fully fledged Star Wars lunchbox from the 70s inside of mom. Isn't that crazy? Life is amazing. Your baby is starting to pack on the proverbial pounds of baby fat. And during this time period, they will actually hit the one pound mark. Isn't that awesome? Your baby is growing so fast, and their brain is developing at a rapid rate. They're starting to be able to appreciate that classical Bach that mom's playing to her stomach. And if you try hard enough, you can actually start a baby with a loud noise. I don't know how much you want to try that, because that could be kind of mean. Baby can't go anywhere. But you could actually startle them. Also, fun fact, did you know that babies breathe amniotic fluid? the fluid inside of the the womb, they breathe it. They practice breathing with fluid. At this point, they're actually able to start using their nose to breathe. They breathe in, they breathe out. Nothing really changes for them, but it's good, solid practice for when they're born because when they're born, they're going to need to be able to pull in the air and exhale the air with their lungs through their mouth and their nose, and practice makes perfect, right? Okay. That's enough about baby. Let's talk about mom. Help her keep up on her exercise, diet, and water intake. There's not going to be a ton of new developments for her during the size, outside of the fact that her uterus will roughly reach the size of a soccer ball by the end of week 25. How's that for mental image? A soccer ball? It's nuts. At least it is me. But for real... This is a really good time to get started on some of the de- getting some of the details knocked out for when baby is born. Talk through maternity leave looks like for her. If, if she's working, get the paperwork submitted now. Don't wait till week 40. Uh, get it submitted now when she's feeling good. You guys both have energy. Start, start getting some of those details knocked out. Do some research on taking baby home. 
What, what things do you need to get in place? Get that car seat. Talk about postpartum depression and do some research on that for her, but also for yourself. Both mom and dad can have postpartum depression. And if you have other kids, plan their babysitters for when you guys go to the hospital. If you have a big enough freezer, this is a great time to make some really big lasagnas or other meals that you might like and freeze them for after your baby's born. If she ends up having a C-section with a six-week recovery time, these meals might be lifesavers for you guys. Hey there, sorry to interrupt your episode, but no one ever listens to the end of podcasts and we just have to say a couple of programming things. We want to say a quick thank you to the U Medical and Fatherhood Academy team for making this podcast possible. We don't have any sponsors for this show. It is a U Medical and Fatherhood Academy production. Find both organizations on social media at U Medical and at Fatherhood Academy. If you need to find Brandon personally, just look him up on social media platforms at Seminary Dad. A special thank you to whattoexpect.com. They have been an awesome resource for this podcast and for parents everywhere. Lastly, Thank you to bestsound.com for putting out royalty-free music for us to use on this podcast. You guys rock. With that, I will let you get back to the episode. One other detail that you can take care of is finding and scheduling a labor and delivery class. I've done a little bit of research on different types of classes. Uh, I've had to be familiar with the ones that are here in this area, and there are all sorts. I would recommend the following requirements for any birthing class things that you should look for as you're as you're looking around. It should give you information regarding the different labor options and interventions. This is something we'll talk about more in the episode on labor plans, but it is a really important element that they talk through what are the different options, what if things start to go wrong, what are the different interventions, what what kind of stuff could happen. Uh, the second thing that I look for is I would look for something, ideally, that gives you the chance to ask questions, preferably of someone in the medical field. I'm not super crazy about online classes for this exact reason. Sure, people can absolutely do their own research, but if you're able to ask questions of a nurse or a doctor or someone who's been through it a lot, that is actually really, really helpful. The third thing I look for is it should give you a chance to participate as a couple. Often these birthing classes are fun, cringeworthy, and a really cool, memorable experience that both mom and dad can experience together. For all these reasons, in my area, I like recommending our hospital classes. They're, they're put on by the labor and delivery unit at our hospital. They Here in this area, they costed about $60 when my wife and I went through it. We only went through it the first time. The second time, we had a pretty good idea. We had a, a labor and delivery plan. We pulled it up, and we, we adjusted it the way we felt we needed to. Uh, so around here, they're about $60. And these classes give you a chance to talk to the nurses at the hospital where you're giving birth about policies, procedures regarding interventions, uh, what happens in the case of emergency, where can I go as dad for a cup of coffee at, at our... Uh, labor and delivery room i had to walk down the hall take a corner find a little hidden room and you know that was actually a, an important piece of me being in the hospital room because i was there for a couple of days with her getting her ice water and 
Actually, she didn't drink coffee. I, I drank all the coffee, but those those things, they, they do matter. So getting somewhere where you can ask those questions for someone who did, doesn't have the $60 in our area, because sometimes that can be a lot of money. I have them come through our clinic to watch a video series on labor and delivery. And often I'll try and give them a chance to talk to one of our staff nurses about any questions they have. This is a little bit less ideal than, you know, talking to a nurse who works in that hospital directly, but it's still really good if they have medical questions or should I do an epidural or not, or any of those questions that might come up as you're navigating your labor and delivery plan. The class ultimately should give you the information you need to develop a birth plan. The birth plan can be a really big deal. We're going to talk about that later, but it can be a really big deal. So whatever you do in preparation, make sure that it is time and money well spent in preparing you to create that plan. Now, these classes vary from area to area, and they will likely fluctuate on pricing and quality. I would recommend talking to her doctor about which classes are his favorite for his clients, his patients. He's likely going to have some strong opinions if there's some in the area that he doesn't like, that he thinks are too expensive, or that are really, really good in preparing mom for, for labor. Often, he's going to have a list, and it would be very easy to find something like that out from him. So the last topic that we're going to talk about is the end of the second trimester. Why is it such a big deal? And the answer to that is it's because it could be the last couple of weeks that she's going to be feeling up to doing stuff until after baby is born. After this, things are going to speed up and your baby will be considered ready to go after about week 34. If she goes into labor at 34 weeks, it's hit or miss, depends on the doctor and the situation, but likely they're, they're going to let baby be born. Though you should aim for week 40 because baby's chances of surviving, baby's chances of being healthy, all those kind of things, they go way up if, if he or she can make it all the way to week 40. Now, mom is also going to feel the fatigue a lot more as she gets into the next trimester. She's going to get bigger. She's going to get much more uncomfortable. She's going to start having more trouble sleeping. The morning sickness might return. It Really, that change from second trimester to third trimester it can be fairly impactful. Now, all of that sounds bad as I'm describing it, but it isn't. It's not the end of the world. You guys will get through it. However... I do encourage dads and couples to enjoy these last few weeks of the second trimester. Here are some fun ideas on how you can do that. The first one is plan a baby moon. A baby moon. Yep, it sounds like a honeymoon, but it isn't. Taking a weekend trip to get away, enjoy each other's company, and create a cool memory is a great idea. Sometimes getting a hotel room an hour away, having a nice dinner, and talking about the future is exactly what the doctor ordered. I never got to do this with my wife. I was in school full-time. I was in work full-time. And, you know, we were busy doing all the stuff that a pregnant couple does. I wish that I had gotten that chance. So, don't do it like I did it. Plan a baby moon if you were able to. It doesn't, again, it doesn't have to break the bank. Maybe it's just a day-long trip. Maybe it's a picnic out into the, the woods or wilderness or, you know, something fun and enjoyable for you as a couple. Uh, but make 
make plans for some time for you guys as a couple. The second thing is have sex. If she has energy and is up for it, then sex can be a really important thing to prioritize during this time. Your opportunities, depending on how the pregnancy progresses, could be fewer and farther between for this for a little while. However, remember that intimacy, filling that proverbial love bank through your interactions, is the most important thing here. If she is feeling fat, unloved, and unwanted, you're probably not going to get very far where sex is concerned. Sex is not a weapon, and no one should ever feel forced into it. But it can be a very important and meaningful element of your relationship during this period because third trimester, depending on how it goes, could, like I said, be hit or miss. Lastly, do some of the fun things that you enjoy doing that don't require traveling. So this is separate from the baby moon. Go see a movie. Get a couple's massage. Sleep in. Get breakfast. Do Whatever you guys like doing as a couple... Go and do it while you have energy, while you have time, while maybe you have a little bit of extra finances. After my daughter was born, it was probably about a year and a half before we got out to see a movie. We, we liked seeing movies. We occasionally escaped and got out to do movies, uh, but it was about a year and a half until we were able to. Now that we have two kids, breakfast costs double the price. And whether that's because I have to buy extra meals for my kids or because we have to pay a babysitter so that we can go out and enjoy uh, breakfast, you know, it costs more <laughs> when you have a family of four than it does when you have a family of two. Also, my daughter has been diagnosed with celiac disease. That's a, that's a big part of our family story. Going to any place with wheat flour in their pancakes is dangerous for us because she, she, her body attacks gluten molecules and she's very sensitive to it. Kids are amazing. They can make things more complicated. Being a dad is one of the most rewarding, meaningful things that you will do with your life, but your life will change. So while you have the opportunity during the second trimester, during these few weeks, take some time and enjoy the things that you like to do as a couple. Do them while you have energy, while you both have energy. Now, with those tips, I'm out. The next episode, we're going to be talking through weeks 26 through 30. We're going to be talking about nesting. What is it? Do you care? We're going to be talking about picking a baby name. Dads, until next time, enjoy pregnancy. Pregnancy.